WrestlePals, your weekly dose of dot, 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 stupid. I'm WrestlePal Justin. You may have known that. You may not have known that. Well, I hope you feel better about it. <laughs> uh, we're a podcast. Subscribe, rate, comment. I'll do that again at the end of the show. Uh, but uh, I feel like I should say it out front. I feel like I would feel better about it. I also want to say this. I know, like, last week we spent talking a lot about the bad in WWE. I want to focus a little bit more on the positives of, of WWE. And I want to start with this. Um, one of the main gripes that a lot of people have, and, and I'd like to echo these gripes, of what's going on on WWE television. I may have said it last week. Uh, more than half the time, I'm tuning in for the women. The women's matches are arguably better. Um, and I'm more invested in most of the women characters. And that's not universally true, obviously. But on a whole, I think it is true. So I also propose this. We've talked a lot about intergender and they've teased it several times over the last couple of years. And it seems like they're okay with letting the women get offense in on the men. But you don't have to make any of the women wrestle the men. You don't have to make any of the men wrestle the women. And I don't think you even necessarily need like a division for this. But there are women on the WWE roster on all levels who have made names for themselves wrestling men. And there's many who may not have but would love to. Uh, a name that comes to mind, I'd love to see Charlotte Flair start to wrestle, wrestle men. I would love to see that because it gives her another layer, like, and it gets her out of the way of some of the women that are trying to climb up. Um, like off the top of my dome, I, I, I don't, I can't think of the matchups that I'd want to see, but Charlotte Flair and Rey Mysterio, <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> um, but it, part of this comes to mind because Bianca Belair and Dolph Ziggler have been teasing the idea of the two of them wrestling at uh, uh, SummerSlam. I, I buy. I'll take it. Let me see it. I, you know, If a man and a woman want to wrestle each other, I'd love to see it. Uh, and we'll get into that more a little bit later, but I kind of got there from this so there was a hell of a main event on nxt last week it was the uh the nxt tag team cha uh, women's tag team champions shotzi uh blackheart and ember moon and they were taking on the way candice LeRae and indy hartwell this was a fantastic match um in the way that it was it was no holds barred it was a street fight it was and they just went they did a lot of the things that that you would expect the men to do in these situations. It and it wasn't made a big deal that oh my god, the, this is the women doing this. It just was. And while I still feel like clearly we're not there yet, NXT is really close. I feel like everyone gets equal time on NXT. WWE on a whole is moving there finally where we've a lot of them firsts have gotten out of the way and now that the firsts are out of the way they don't have to promote hey 
here's a woman doing this. Uh, this was just a main event match, and it had every right being there because it delivered on that promise. It delivered in a main event championship match. Um, do I prefer a tag championship changing hands on a tag match? Sure, because you'd like for the tag rules to be involved, but ultimately, what do I really want? A great tag match. And I think the way is... I hate using the word arguably as much as I have already, but the way is arguably the best thing about NXT. So the more weight is on their shoulders, then the better. Uh, They're great bad guys. So now give them the championships. So there's some good guys that can come up and chase after them. uh, Pro wrestling one-on-one. I mean, uh, but it, it, it delivered on its promise of being a main event match. It delivered on its promise being a street fight. And there was no, I don't, I, I understand why they've done it. You know, oh, this is the first time the women have done X, Y, or Z. I understand why they've done it. It was nice to not have to do that. Uh, and, and it kind of goes back to my my first point when we started this. Like, I, I generally speaking on, uh, Raw and SmackDown tune in for the women. So let me see more of them. And once there's there's an e- equal balance of everything, that's when you start shifting things around because NXT I'm pretty much there is there isn't much that I don't like about NXT. I can't even list anything right now. I can tell you things I don't like about Raw. I can tell you things I don't like about SmackDown. There's times when Roman should open the show. There's times when Roman should be anywhere else on the show. He's he's the best thing on SmackDown, but he shouldn't be opening the show every week. So, let's move that way. Um, which brings me to back to my point about in, intergender wrestling. And I, I've mentioned this several times on this show. Uh they've moved away from these teases and now especially so since they've put the titles on Candace and Indy. I really want to see Candice LeRae as the North American champion. I'd love to see her wrestle Johnny Gargano. I'd love to see her defeat Johnny Gargano. Um, as it looks right now, um, Gargano's going to be wrestling Bronson Reed. I don't remember if that's this coming week or the week after. I think it's the week after because Cross is wrestling Theory this week. So um, I, as much as I thought Bronson Reed should have won last time, if we're holding on to give us Candace and Johnny, again, they've moved away from the subtle teases where, where Johnny would make mention of the most important thing to my life and then look at the championship with Candace right there. I want to see the match. And I think Candice LeRae would be an outstanding North American champion. Uh, I just, I, I would love to see that, which comes to my next point. I am loving seeing the hungry performers, which all not wholly, but mostly is in the women's division. We saw it in the main event how hungry those four women were to put on a main event caliber match they delivered. Uh, Candace is 
hungry to continue to prove herself, uh, which is kind of why I, I feel like she would be a great North American champion. Uh, Ali and Ricochet, I don't know if anybody's seen these, and I, I've yet to see either of the matches, but they've been working main event recently. And they've been cutting promos on each other leading to these matches. These promos have been outstanding. And ultimately, whether the match is delivered or, or not, I assume they did because, number one, both of these talents. Number two, so let me preface it by saying this. I haven't I haven't seen the matches yet because they haven't hit Peacock. <laughs> uh, main event, I think, only airs live on Hulu. It doesn't uh, air live on Peacock, so I can't see them. I think I'm still somewhere in April on Peacock. So I'll watch them whenever they hit Peacock, but until then, I can't. Um, but they, they've been cutting these promos on each other, and again, whether the match delivered or not, judging by the response of a lot of their co-workers, it did deliver, and more than deliver. But ultimately, them them cutting these promos on each other, whether they went out and did this on their own or not, is going to lead to another program between the two of them, or it's going to show what they're capable of. That It's going to earn them more opportunity. Period. End of story. Hopefully... That's with WWE. Hopefully the brass sees that, them grabbing the brass ring and uh, actually utilizing them again on television. Uh, They're both really good on the mic and they're both outstanding in the ring. I think there's lots of stories to tell with each of them Uh, on on Raw, (laughs) especially, where you need more guys of that caliber that can deliver the matches and the promos. So it's nice to see how hungry they are to make it happen. Again, worst case scenario, it doesn't happen in WWE. They get their release and they're hot free agents and they, they get picked up somewhere and used. Uh, I hope that what they're doing is opening up the eyes of WWE brass. Don't miss on these guys. They're both tremendous. And I don't need to see them together constantly, but you've clearly haven't told all the story there is to tell between the two of them. And, oh man, like just them for the US championship, uh, that, that screams money to me. Depending on what you do, with Ali, Ali could be in that main event picture. Well, do I think Ali could be the guy? Ah, probably not. But he could be the guy who sets Ricochet up to be the guy. I could see that. Uh, could Ali swap back to a good guy? And could that version of Ali, of Ali be the good guy or the the guy? Maybe. There's only one way to find out. And to me, they're putting in the work. They're showing how hungry they are for it, how badly they want it. And you have to reward that. And we've seen it time and time again. Uh, two examples that come to mind. Um, Fandango, Fandango, <laughs> Breezango, Fandango and Tyler Breeze. Uh, 
they weren't getting anything. They got thrown together. They lost to Golden Truth, and uh, they were just backstage, not doing anything. They said, hey, let's film this stuff. Let's do the thing. And that got them moderate success on SmackDown. They never won the tag championship, sure, but it got them on television on a weekly basis. Uh, and then when they were able to get themselves back to NXT, they won the NXT Tag Team Championships, and they've been a staple on on NXT television ever since. So, and then the biggest uh, is the New Day. They were they they pitched to get themselves together. They got it, but were given something that they didn't want to do. Instead of instead of just poo-pooing it, they did the best they could with what they were getting and continued to do stuff on the side to where they were able to to claim the new day and make it their own. And look at them. Kofi Mania was the the, the biggest thing since uh Yeslemania for sure. Maybe ever. Uh it's hard to it's hard to weigh it because that WrestleMania was so long. And Kofi Mania happens like in the middle of it, but that's a discussion for another day. Um, but Kofi was the guy; everybody was behind him. Uh, Big E, like having this solo run right now, where he he looks like a top contender. Like he, they haven't given him that push yet, but he looks like a guy who could be in the ring with Roman Reigns. There's no reason to believe that he couldn't. You know, a few marquee wins, and suddenly he's challenging for that championship. Uh, unfortunately, Woods hasn't gotten that rub yet. But let me say this: uh, King of the Ring, Corbin ain't using the, using that jank. Let's put it on Woods, King Xavier Woods. I'm in. He would have a blast with it, even if he and Kofi are still tagging. It would be fun. And it'd be fun that more fun than Baron Corbin, who doesn't need that anymore. Like it's it's not doing him any favors anymore. Calling him King Corbin, it's not getting anything over. So let him lose it. And shoot, if you don't want to do the tournament, just have Woods beat him for it. <laughs> Clean, simple, whatever. I'm going f- way further into this than I want. Point being, uh, there's a lot of hunger out there. And I feel like we should definitely be uh, um, rewarding that behavior. Uh, I'm bringing back an old segment, and I, I don't have the... Um, I had planned on doing uh, production for it, and I... <laughs> because the weekend went faster than I'd hoped. Let's say it that way. I wasn't able. I was unable to get to the production that I had planned on doing, but uh, it's definitely live love, live loves Justin time, and I just wanted to say this: timeless Liv Morgan has been something I've put out on here several times. I can't remember when I came up with that, uh, but I, God, it's so fitting, especially finding out that the idea behind the bathtub live was. She she doesn't have a gimmick essentially. Let's let's lean into that a little. Timeless Liv Morgan, but uh, I wanted to add 
I don't know why this came to mind. Uh, Timeless Liv Morgan, the vibe specialist. And if you follow Liv on any social media, you'll see she's very much into uh, the stars, like reading into what the stars mean. She's very much into like crystals and, and vibes. <laughs> like she's very into that. And I feel like the biggest thing that's holding her back at this point is we're not getting enough Gianna and live. And it's through no fault of her own. They're her and Rue are barely on television. And when they are, it's just matches, not getting a ton of character development. So as I said, not exactly a fault of their own, but I can understand that we don't know who the riot squad really is other than that. They're friends. That's the most that we've gotten out of the two of them. And again, no fault of their own. So I'd like to know more about them. And one of the things I thought would be a neat wrinkle to Liv Morgan character is vibe specialist. Now, what is that? I don't know. Like, how does that play into her character? I don't know. That's not for me. But I just, I like the way it sounds so what do i know i'm not i don't have a television show what do i know i'm not on tv i don't know nothing about it but uh i I bring her up and i bring that up specifically because i see how hungry she is which is kind of the 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 tie all if you haven't noticed the theme of today's episode the hunger uh, I see how hard she works. She posts videos of her of her learning new moves and working out in the ring. And I see she's rocking a knee brace. I see how hard she's working on her in-ring. And it's time that she gets some time outside of the ring to so we can have more reason to care about her. I'm in. I've been in. You know, so you don't need to sell me on her anymore. And as a matter of fact, I I, I think there's a, a good amount of viewers who are into her and wanting to see more of her. But more so in a way that isn't just in the ring. We all know WWE especially is about characters. So let's see some of those characters, shall we? And, I mean, Lord knows, Raw is three hours, and it feels every bit of three hours most weeks. So maybe maybe we uh, work on that. Maybe we, maybe we work on that. Let's reward this hungry behavior. Let's reward these people who are putting in the work. And that's not to say that other people aren't, but these, these are the places that I've specifically seen it in this last week. So I wanted to bring it here and... Is there somebody that you see out there that's that's hungry, that's putting in the work? Let me know. I you know maybe maybe it's somebody who's just escaped my mind. So let me know. Uh, and you can do that by at WrestlePalsVA on the Instagram at WrestlePalsVA on the Twitter machine hashtag WrestlePals on either. I will eventually find it. <laughs> And, you know, if nothing else, like it. If it's directed towards us, I'll, I'll respond to it. Hey. Um, we're a podcast. Subscribe, rate, comment. 
all those things make us more visible. Whatever. <laughs> I don't. I really don't care if you do any of that. I'd like you to, but what I'd really love for you to do is to tell a friend about our show. Hey, I like this hashtag WrestlePile show. You should check it out. Big thumbs up. Um, this weekend we're heading into uh, WrestleMania Backlash. So next week's program will be reviewing that walking through that I, I hate to call it a review because i don't consider what i do a review it's more of a walkthrough and also this weekend we are uh recording the road wrestlemania 4 so that'll be two weeks from now that that'll be up so keep your eyes peeled hashtag wrestlepals i appreciate you and god damn it god damn hashtag wrestlepals mm-hmm.